Hello, listeners. Welcome once again. This is me, Matt Clark, and today we're talking about the cinema, watching films in the cinema, or actually, we're talking about smelling films in the cinema, or smelling TV programmes. Have you ever been to one of those cinemas? The ones with moving chairs. The chairs move, the music and sound effects are amazing. It's just like being in the movie. Except for one thing. You can't smell the movie. You can probably smell the popcorn of the person sitting beside you. Smell is the one thing missing from the movie or TV experience. In today's article, we think about how people have tried and are still trying to do this, trying to introduce smell into movies and TV. I have some experience of this from my own teenage years. So when I was a teenager, I remember seeing on the news on TV one day, now you can smell the movie. My friends and I were very excited. The next Saturday, we went to the cinema to buy our tickets. We didn't even know what the film was about. We just wanted to smell the movie. And when we got our tickets, we were also given a big card. On the card, there were ten big pink circles, each with a number on. It was like a big lottery ticket. You could use your fingernail or a coin to scratch the circle. But we were told, don't scratch the circles until you see the number appear on the screen. So we sat down very excitedly. We were so excited, we forgot to buy popcorn. We all sat there holding our cards, waiting for the movie to start, waiting to see a number on the screen. I remember looking round the cinema. It was completely full, every chair. Everyone was sitting, holding their cards, waiting for the film to start. Then the film began. And after a few minutes, we saw, on screen, a man eating some pizza. Then we saw a big number one appear in the corner of the screen. Everyone whispered, number one, number one, quick. The cinema was filled with noise and activity. Number one, number one, circle number one, scratch number one, the first circle. You could hear hundreds of people scratching their cards. My friend held the card to his nose. <sniffs> Doesn't smell like pizza, he said. Behind me, I heard a girl say, Smells like cabbage. In front of me, I heard a man say, Smells like rotten cheese. Then my other friend said, Kind of smells like my grandfather's socks. All round the cinema, people were turning to their friends and discussing the strange smell. One of my friends said, Hmm. I can smell flowers. Roses, I think. He had scratched the wrong number. He was holding his card upside down because it was quite dark in the cinema. For more than an hour, we sat there, scratching, <laughs> sniffing, guessing, comparing, arguing, complaining. At the end of the movie, I turned to my friends and said, OK, so the scratch and sniff cards didn't really work, did they? But, but what did you think of the film? The film? Oh, we have no idea. We didn't really watch the film. We were all too busy trying to scratch the right circle on the card at the right time, too busy trying to guess the smell, that actually 
we didn't really pay any attention to the film. So as you can see, my memory of smelly cinema is it just didn't work. I'm not surprised that these scratch and sniff cards were not popular ever again. They were never used in any other films in the future. Now, it's time for some vocabulary. Number one, a puff of fragrance on demand. Puff can be a verb, but in this sentence it's a noun. A puff is a small amount of smoke or air, or something that can rise into the air in a small cloud. A puff of wind blew the papers off the table. A puff of dark smoke was rising from the chimney. On demand means at any time that someone wants something or needs something. So we might say, you can download TV episodes on demand. You can download each episode at the time when you want to watch them. On demand. Number two. It was little more than a series of pipes. Now, this expression is similar to a little more than, but it's different. So we have two expressions. It was little more than, or a little more than. Now, let's look at the difference. A little more than, a little more than, means slightly higher in quantity. This red jacket costs a little more than the blue one. The price is slightly higher. He worked for a little more than a year at the company, slightly longer than a year. Now, little more than means about the same as, equal to. She left little more than an hour ago, meaning she left about an hour ago. He left school with little more than a basic education. He left school with only a basic education. The old house is now little more than a pile of bricks. It's the same as a pile of bricks. So in the article, little more than a series of pipes means just a series of pipes. Number three, in sync with. They can deliver smell in sync with the images they were showing. In sync with. If two things are in sync with each other, they happen at the same time or in the same way. I might say, and there's a problem with the video. The picture is not in sync with the sound. I can also say, the picture and sound are out of sync. She was dancing perfectly in sync with the music. But if she's a bad dancer, I'd say, she was dancing totally out of sync with the music. Number four. Smellovision itself was a flop. Flop. I like this word. If something is a flop, a book, a film, an invention or a product, if you say it's a flop, it's not successful, it's a failure. The new movie was a complete flop, or a total flop. It lost millions of dollars. The TV show was a total flop. It received terrible reviews. Number five. In a timely fashion. If something happens in a timely fashion, or we can say in a timely manner, it happens quickly or at the right time, or maybe early. For example, the exam results were announced in a timely fashion. You should pay your mobile phone bill in a timely fashion. Now, this expression is quite formal. 
we use it in writing, but not often in speaking. So we often use it in formal written instructions. Please leave the building in a timely fashion when you have finished the exam. You might see that written on a sign in the exam room. Number six, waft, to waft freely. Now, waft can be a verb or a noun. They both have the same meaning. If something like a smell wafts, it moves through the air gently and smoothly. This word sounds like its meaning. Imagine a smell of roses gently, gently moving through the air. Waft, waft. It sounds like its meaning. The smell of roses wafted gently through the garden. The sound of music wafted through the house. Now we can use it as a noun. She noticed a waft of perfume in the room. They saw a waft of smoke coming from the building. Number seven, gimmick. No other filmmaker copied his gimmick. If you describe something as a gimmick, you mean it is something that is not serious, it's not really valuable, it's not really useful. It's something that we can use to attract people's attention, especially if we want to make them buy something, a bit like a trick. They give away free gifts with children's meals, but it's just a sales gimmick. The gifts are worthless. The company is offering a special discount, but it's little more than a gimmick. It's not really a discount. You have to pay to get the discount. Number eight. The world of entertainment has become more high-tech and immersive. We can use the word immersive when we describe an event or experience. It was an immersive experience. I felt completely involved in the experience because it was very immersive. Virtual reality technology gives people a fully immersive gaming experience. They feel like they're completely involved in the game. I can also say students learn languages faster when they are in an immersive environment, when they study in the country where the language is spoken. Number nine, elusive. If something is elusive, it is difficult to describe, difficult to find, maybe difficult to achieve or difficult to remember. The fox is a very elusive animal. It's very difficult to see one. I've been trying all day to call him, but he's very elusive. He never answers his phone. Number 10. Replicate. Hard to replicate. Now, if you replicate something, you make a good copy of it. You make it or you do it again in exactly the same way. A very good copy. We often use replicate when we're talking about science. Researchers tried many times to replicate the original experiment, but their efforts flopped. The film director tried to replicate his earlier success with his new film, but this one flopped. If something is hard to replicate, it is difficult to copy. So we can say, researchers found it hard to replicate the original experiment. The film director found it hard to replicate his earlier success with his new film. OK, now the article. So today 
I'm going to try to summarise the article in three short sentences, then we'll look at each paragraph. So, a man has invented a way to create different smells for movie viewers, but it's not an easy thing to do. Many people tried this in the past, but they failed. They failed because the technology is bad and we don't fully understand the science of smelling things. So that's really what the article is about. Now let's look at it in more detail. The title. The people who want to send smells through your TV. There are people who are trying to invent a way for you to experience smells when you watch TV or films. So the article begins, Frederick Durink isn't a jeweller, but his next project is a necklace. This piece, though, doesn't feature a precious stone as a pendant, but rather a small box. Inside the cube is a battery, a scenting system designed to deliver a puff of fragrance on demand. So, there's a man. His name is Frederick Durink. And he has invented a special necklace, but he isn't a jeweller, so it's not a piece of jewellery. It's a piece of technology. His necklace contains a little box. Inside the box, there's some technology to release different smells. Then the article tells us, In the movie era, attempts to add scent began as early as 1916. Then came a product or a company called Smellovision. Unveiled in 1939, it was little more than a series of pipes attached to viewers' chairs through which a projectionist, projectionist is the man who used to show the films in the cinema, the projectionist could deliver smell in sync with the images they were showing. So, ever since the invention of movies, people have been trying to find a way to introduce smells into the movie experience, and they tried this for the first time in 1916. Didn't work. Then in 1939, somebody invented something called Smell-O-Vision. It was used in cinemas. It didn't work. The smells were delivered through pipes in the chairs. So, Smell-O-Vision itself was a flop. It didn't work. Largely because the scent technology worked so poorly. The scents were too diffuse. So, Smell-O-Vision as a product failed because the technology wasn't good enough. There were many problems. It didn't really work. Let's think about it. Imagine in your chair there is some pipes beside or under your chair. I don't know where the pipes are. And they release these smells. So you're watching a film and then this pipe, it releases the smell of smoke and fire. And you can smell, oh yeah, smoke and fire. Then 10 minutes later in the film, someone is cooking, cooking a cake maybe, or I don't know, something sweet. And your chair releases the smell of food. But you can still smell the smoke and fire from the previous scene. So the problem is they didn't know how to remove the previous smell from the cinema. So all the smells got mixed up. And also smells were not actually strong enough. They were too weak, too diffuse, not concentrated enough. Then the article tells us that the filmmaker John Waters tried scratch and sniff cards in the early 1980s but no other filmmaker copied his gimmick. So another famous filmmaker tried something different in the 1980s, just like in my story. 
the scratch and sniff cards. But as you know, these didn't work and no one followed that. No one wanted to copy his flop. In the final paragraph, even now, though, as the world of entertainment has become more high tech and immersive with virtual reality headsets, odor remains the one element that is elusive and hard to replicate. Perhaps the most fundamental problem is that we don't yet fully understand how our sense of smell functions. So, today, our entertainment systems use lots of special technology, but we still can't do smells. The reason is because scientists do not fully understand our sense of smell. So, it might be a long time before we experience smelly TV. Okay, now it's time for listener question time. Now, in the last few weeks, many listeners have asked the question, how can I improve my listening? Very good question. Now, first of all, it's very important to remember. When you listen, you will not understand everything in the article when you listen. So don't try. So what often happens, people listen to the article and then they think, oh, it's difficult, I don't understand. Well, of course you don't understand. It was quite a difficult article. If you are trying to understand everything, you are not practicing listening. And this is very important. So if you try to understand all the information, all the words in the article, you are not actually practicing your listening skills. You are not developing your listening skills and you will not improve. So don't try to do that. Try to give yourself simple but clear listening tasks. The most important thing is to Give yourself a reason to listen. And the reason is never because I want to understand everything, because that will never happen. Now, I have 10 steps, simple listening tasks you can do yourself. So here we go. Number one, look at the title of the article and the picture. Do not read the passage. Just look at the title and the picture. Now, Think about the title for a minute. Can you guess what the article will talk about? Just think for a minute. Try to guess what the content might be. That's what you do. Step two. Think about the title for one minute. Can you guess what the article will talk about? Just think for a minute. Step three. Listen for the first time. Try to listen for the general main idea. Just the general main idea and write this down one general sentence. Step four. Now, quickly look at the article. Read it very, very quickly. 30 seconds, one minute maximum. Don't try to understand everything. Read it very quickly and try to write down five key words, five important words. Any words are okay. Words that you think are important in the article, write them down. Now, step five, listen again. Listen for your five words. Try to get the sentence or the words that are used with your key words. Write those down. Step six, listen again. Do the same thing. Try to write five correct sentences. 
one for each word from the listening. Step seven, listen again and check your sentences. Don't worry if your sentences are wrong. This step is not about correct grammar. It's about listening and checking, giving yourself another reason to listen. You are practicing your listening skills. Step eight. Now listen again to the whole article and make some more detailed notes. Step nine. Now try to give a more detailed summary of the article, either in writing or in speaking. Try to write two, three, or even four summary sentences about the article. Step 10. Listen again and write down some important details, maybe dates, figures, or names. And then go back to step nine and try to introduce those dates, figures, or names to your more detailed summary. And what you've done there, you've listened to the article many times. Each time you've listened, you've given yourself a reason to listen. So these are like mini tasks. Every time you listen, you're setting yourself a task, a reason to listen. Now, every time you listen, you are improving your listening skills. You're practicing your listening skills. And if you do that every day with every article, you will develop your listening ability. It will take some time, but you will definitely improve through this kind of listening practice. If you listen to the article every day and say to yourself, oh, I want to understand everything in the article, that's not developing your listening skills. Okay, so that's the end of this article today. So as usual, thanks very much for listening. I'll be back next week with another article. And until then, this is me, Matt Clark, signing off and saying goodbye. Oh, one more thing before I go. Um, I'm going to eat my breakfast now. But if you look at your phone screen, yes, look, can you see that little red button on the screen? The little red button with a picture of a nose <laughs> sniffing. See it? Yeah, yeah, that little red button there. Touch the button and you can probably smell my breakfast. Did it work? Can you smell the bacon? Can you smell my coffee? Keep trying. <laughs> Keep sniffing. You'll smell it eventually.